Baltimore, 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 Baltimore. Welcome to Unpacking the Box Podcast, Season 5, Baltimore Love. This is Linnea, your host, and thank you so much for tuning in. Guys, you are in store for something so great. I am repping my city where I was born and raised. Let's go. Tonight, I'm here with blogger, writer, radio host, my sis, Nicole. Hey, sis, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I'm so glad to finally talk to you. I know. We've been talking like, you know, on Instagram and the DMs and stuff like that, but I'm so glad to talk to you. I am too. And I'm telling you, you're my best friend in my mind from listening listening to the uh, show on Spotify. I listen on Spotify. <laughs> oh, thank you. I, I love your vibe too. Like I was like, I gotta reach out to her. When I was thinking about this season, I was like, oh, I cannot, you know, not include her. So I'm, I'm happy that you came on the show. I thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yes. So for those who don't know, for the listeners, where are you from? I am from Baltimore, Maryland. I am a Baltimorean through and through. <laughs> yes. And do you still live there now? I do. I, um, I live in uh, Baltimore County now, but I grew up in Baltimore City my whole life. Yes. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. This whole season is dedicated to Baltimore, and I love it. Yes. So, before we get into all the amazing things that you are doing, tell us about like growing up in Baltimore, how it was, and what led you to this point that you're at right now. Well, growing up in Baltimore for me was uh different um I've always my my parents 
every home that they have owned where we lived everything is always Baltimore City they're from Baltimore City um, and to them giving back and being in the city is important because so many people shine a negative light on it um, but I did always go to private schools and things like that so when I went away for college people always kept saying all these bad things about Baltimore and I'm like I, I don't everywhere is not like that just like if you go to New York different neighborhoods are different ways um coming back I actually work in property management in my day job Mm -hmm. and my first experience getting into property management was in subsidized housing and that was my first time as an adult necessarily seeing some of the things that you would see on like the wire at the time in person I'm like okay but this is still my city and I love it and although you know I, I went to school at private schools I still always loved in New Baltimore through and through and my parents always loved Baltimore they still are very active in Baltimore's politics, voting, everything. So it's just a, it's like I know all sides of this city and I love it for who it is. So that's yeah. how I got to where I am now. Okay. I love that. What, um, so what elementary school did you go to? I went to a school called Cathedral Christian Academy. It was okay. on Broadway and Biddle. <laughs> okay. It was on Broadway and Biddle. And so it was like, once again, it, it might not have been in the best neighborhoods but it was still nestled in the heart of Baltimore. And it's like, okay, so I went to school in these areas. My school was great. And I always went to predominantly black schools. Mm-hmm. That's me the greatness of black people, no matter where we are um, or anything. Yes. I actually went to Collison Square. And okay. uh, yeah, yeah, I went to Collison <laughs> Square because we, I grew up on Federal Street. Okay. Um, which is often like Bradford, Federal Street. And um and all of my memories is just like fond memories. So when people talk about Baltimore, I kind of like I get it. Okay, there are there is some ugly, but there's also so much good. And when I think of Baltimore, I have some of my greatest memories, like elementary school and my friends, my childhood friends, and just the tight knit community. Like my family knew everybody on the block and across the street. So those are, that's what I think of, you know, when I think of um, Baltimore. Exactly, exactly. Even the neighborhood we lived in, um, when I was growing up in elementary school, it, everybody in the neighborhood knew everyone. If uh, I didn't did something wrong, oh, I'm going to call your mother. And we played together. And it was like, this was home. So for mm-hmm. out of town at that time, when I was in college, uh, The Wire was the show. Oh, is it really like The Wire? I mean, maybe in some areas, not everywhere. It's a city. Everything is everywhere. It was like, that's not all that we have to offer. And I want the world to see more than that. (laughs) Yes, girl. Speaking of The Wire, that's my whole show right there, okay? I (laughs) love The Wire. I've watched it so many times, like, so many times. (laughs) The Wire and The Corner. They talked about The Corner. That was the show. Is it like The Corner? Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I do love the wire too, but I mean, and it's, and that's a part of our city too. It's like I'm not ashamed of it. This is who we are. We have layers, and we have people everywhere, and people go through different things, and it's home. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is so true. So what? So let's talk about the work that you're doing, which is amazing. You are also a blogger, which I love, a writer. You got so many things going on. So first, tell me what inspired your blog, any which way. So I've always loved writing. Um, I mentioned that I went to college and I went to um, college out of state in Atlanta. And while I was in college, I I planned to major in like journalism and be a writer and do all these things. And I had my daughter, so I came home. (laughs) 
well, I got pregnant and came home and had my daughter. Um, and I was here. So it's like, I kind of gave up on my dream of writing for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my daughter is into dance. She does ballet, tap, jazz, all of those things. And it's like, I'm constantly pushing her to never stop chasing her dream. And I felt like a fraud. Like, I'm telling you to not ever stop chasing your dream, but I stopped chasing mine. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what? It's another way to blog and write and do journalism. It's, you, I mean, it is another way to write and do journalism and different things, Jada. Nicole, st- like, start a blog. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I started my blog, um, and it's called Any Which Way because my conversation can go any which way. I have so many different interests. <laughs> so that's where Any Which Way with Nicole Belvedere came from. I love it. I, I love it because it's so versatile and you talk about so many different things but that's that's the type of person you are too just from, from following you reading your work listening to you you are versatile and you are into so many different things that I love that's the one thing I love about you thank you um, yes um, so also so also you're a radio host you're on a radio with some other beautiful queens so tell us about heart to heart conversations so I and it's crazy how it came about because uh, the year that I did on my vision board that I wanted to start a blog, I said, I want to do a blog and a podcast. And I put the podcast to the side because I said, I don't I don't like talking about myself like it feels for me. <laughs> so I said, I, I didn't want to do it. And so my uh, a lady I work with, Toya, she has a radio show of her own and um, that does gospel music. Mm-hmm. And she said, I want to do a talk show and I think we could do it together. And we talked to a couple of our other people that we work with before and said hey we're going to start this it's head to heart conversations and we're ages 35 through 53 um so we're going to give you a perspective of what's going on in the world with whatever we're talking about from different generations and it's like you have to it's like life things come from your head things come from your heart but everybody has an opinion on everything so we started the radio show and that just started in may so we haven't even been in for a year yet Mm, and it's, it's doing so good y'all doing really good y'all are dope thank you thank you you're welcome so what are your three favorite things about Baltimore my my three favorite things about Baltimore mm-hmm. um, oh wow okay I'm gonna say crabs and I know <laughs> yes I know that is a stereotypical answer but I love Maryland crabs Baltimore crabs. I just love it, everything about it. Um, I love our camaraderie. I mean, if you talk about the Ravens, the Orioles, just different things of the city, we love our city. We we represent for our city. Um, and I'm, I don't just mean the sports team, but I mean as fans. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I love that although the media and different uh, things hits us or makes us look like we're against each other that's not true and you feel that when you're home if you go out of town and somebody hears your accent are you from Baltimore it's like it's a connection and I love that about us yes that's so true like everyone I swear everyone that I come in contact with they can detect the Baltimore they're like you from Baltimore it's just something about that Baltimore you know tongue like they know it's it's the accent it's the way we use words uh it, just different things I'm, and they're like oh are you from Baltimore I'm like yes how did you know and like, she was like I can hear the accent from anywhere and I've been gone 10 years <laughs> like you just know <laughs> right <laughs> I love that and the last thing that I love about Baltimore I mean it's just home <laughs> like I can't 
pinpoint. I don't know. It's home. Mm-hmm. And I, I lived some. I lived in Atlanta for. I was in school, but I lived in Atlanta uh, two and a half years. But Baltimore's home. Like even when I was there, I was like, mm, I don't think I want to live down here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like I want. I was home. Yeah. And also the people. Despite what people may think, the people in Baltimore are actually very nice, very down to earth, very cool. Like you could just you can be in a store with somebody random and just, you know, conjure up a conversation like you've known this person forever. That's the type of personality that the people in Baltimore have. Very much so. I always say that like technically we still are in the South. Like we're just, you know, we're a southern state or in the South, but we might not be very southern. But we're mm-hmm. not cold like northerners. So it's like a mix of the two because we're in the middle. <laughs> yes. Yes, girl. And I feel you with the crabs. Listen, I could eat crabs every day. Like, I love crabs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And they're not right anywhere else. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'd be like, listen, there's nothing like Baltimore crabs. Like, oh my God, they just hit different. I don't care where you go. Like, it's so good. It is. Just name <laughs> obey, you know, whatever. But it, yeah, it's, it's just right. It's good. <laughs> yes. Now, if you could, though, get out of Baltimore for a little bit and could travel to your, like, your dream destination, where would you go? To travel or to live? To just to travel, like a vacation kind of thing. So my, so my dream destination that I've never been to is that I want to go to Italy. Oh, that yes. is my dream. Like, I want to go there. I need to spend at least, like, two or three weeks so I can visit different parts. Like, that is on my bucket list. Um, okay. And I've not, I haven't been. I don't, I, I don't know where I'm going to love it. I love Italian food, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the art, the culture, the history, like, that's been on my list for a long time. So that is my, what I see. I love it. That would be dope. That would be a nice spot to go to. Yes. What is your favorite snack? Sunflower seeds. David, plain, like salted (laughs) sunflower seeds. (laughs) Yes. I love, and it has to be David, and it has to be salted. I don't want the cheese and all those new flavors. Just salted with sunflower seeds. (laughs) Yes. Well, I got a confession. I do. I used to always get the big bag of ranch. You did? Yes. (laughs) I love the ranch. (laughs) Sometimes these are just a good, and it's like, I don't need all the salt, but I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, girl, that just takes me back to my childhood, just sitting on the steps and eating sunflower seeds. Oh, my goodness. Did you eat onion pickles growing up? Yes, I yes. did. Love, oh, my God. Y'all don't even, y'all listening, y'all don't even know, like, onion pickles, pickles, the hot little spicy little, I don't know what those things were, but it was oh, like a spicy, you know what I'm talking about, like, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the I onion pickles. Oh, yes. Go to the corner store. Oh my god, yes. Get my sunflower seeds, my onion pickles, my icy pop. <laughs> yes. Girl, you taking me back. I lived at the corner stores. Particularly, we used to always go to Miss Songs. I wanna say it was called Miss Songs mm-hmm. back then. Um I love, like, I would get hot chips, Laffy Taffy's, onion pickle, the hot sausage. Oh, my God. And that's when they really had actual penny candy when I was growing up. Like, penny candy? Yes. Oh, my goodness, yes. 
the little fruities. Mm-hmm. Yes! Oh my God, you get your little brown bag and you fill it up. Oh my God. And spend $2 on everything we named. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I used to love Mike and Ike's too. Yes. I, and they don't taste the same. Like, I like the Mike and Ike's in a little box. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. That was the good stuff. Those are memories, see? Yes. So, what has been your biggest challenge in life and how did you overcome it? Um, so my biggest challenge was in uh, 2009, my daughter's father uh, passed away. He was killed. Um, and at the time I was 24, we had been together since I was 17 before I went to Atlanta, when I came home, just everything. He taught me to drive, it was just so much. Um, at that time, my daughter was three, she was almost four, um, and she has an older sister, she lived with us. And it was like, I, I'm, I'm. it was just a lot, like I'm burying the love of my life. It was just like, what am I gonna do? Um, and I mean, money was, you know, people think about money, but that was the last thing on my mind. It was just like, how, what am I gonna do for these kids? Like, it was just so much. And that was like one of the hardest things for me to go through. And I wanna say maybe about for a year or two, I went through the motions of life. Like if you saw me, everything was okay, but I almost feel like I lived as a shell of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, I would put on this front, like everything is okay, because it's like, you gotta do this for the kids. You have to, and that was my mindset. So uh, coming through that was a lot. And it was like, well, Nicole, what would he want you to do? Like he would want you to finish school or he would want you to write your books. Or if I wrote poetry, whatever, he would let me read it to him. It was just a lot. So that was like, you know, I lost my best friend. (laughs) So that was like one of the hardest things for me to overcome. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry for your loss. Yes, you standing, sis, and you doing it. Thank you. You're welcome. So what advice would you give to someone who maybe wants to like start a blog like you have or get a podcast or a show or get on the radio? Like what advice would you give to them if they're like, especially, you know, a lot of people in Baltimore feel like they can't do things, um, but they can. And there's so, there's so much talent in that city. And so what would you tell them if they're feeling like they can't do it or they're hesitant? Number one, they have to and it's easier said than done, let go of self-doubt. So many times we hold ourselves back with the what ifs, the what ifs, the what ifs. Well, you will never know about the what ifs if you don't try. Uh, You know, and there are different ways. And then number two is social media is at our fingertips. You have to learn to network. I'll say my biggest mistake when I first started was just trying to only market my blog through my family and friends. And oh, they, so they do support me. We have to get outside of our circle, um, especially if you're on uh, in this industry with blogging, podcasts, or anything like that. We're on the internet. We're worldwide. Uh, put anybody in Japan can listen to you or read your story or find out about you. So network outside of your immediate circle and learn. You and I met on Instagram. We just so happen to be in the same city, which is awesome. But we may have never met if we didn't put in that work you know, as far as social media to meet each other and to connect. But number one is just to let go of self-doubt. And number two is to be comfortable being outside of yourself in your own circle. Yes, I love that. That's great advice. Yes. So, before we get out of here, you know, I love to do 
this thing with my guests and I call it <laughs> unpack your box and you know you get a minute just to say whatever you want to say you know how I do unpack my box well um, if I unpack my box I just want to say for me everybody thought 2020 was like the worst year ever and why it wasn't the best and it wasn't our idea of 2020 vision I feel like it was what 2020 vision was meant to be it allowed us to sit back look at ourselves and decide what we need to do and in 2021 we are ready to walk in our mission and know the sky's the limit and the mission is possible <laughs> and that's yeah. packing my box <laughs> yes sis I love it yes y'all get into this get into her because she's amazing I want to thank you so much for gracing the podcast I'm so happy we finally got to collab this is amazing you are amazing you're so inspiring you are amazing and I just want to thank you so much for inviting me on um I'm, I'm glad to finally talk to you actually you know and hear each other's voices and just keep doing what you're doing because this show is great it's great to listen to and it's great to, uh it's inspiring oh thank you thank you so much uh before you leave tell the people where they can follow you read your blog keep up with you all that good stuff so the blog is any which way with Nicole Belvedere and it's at www.anywhichwaymb.com and you can find me on Instagram at Nicole.Belvedere and on Facebook uh, the Facebook page is Any Which Way with Nicole Belvedere yes check her out follow her listen to the show read her blog sis is out here doing it All right, y'all we are out hold up Before you leave, subscribe to your girl's podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And also keep up with me on Instagram at unpacking underscore the underscore box underscore podcast. You can also keep up with your girl on Clubhouse. I host rooms. I pop in and out of rooms, you know, connect with your girl. My name on there is Queen Wolf. And that's with two F's like Frank. And you can also email me if you want to collab, you want to work with me, you have a business opportunity, like let's work. If you know me, you know I'm about getting that work done, collabing, you know, let's uplift each other, let's support each other. You can email me directly at unpackingtheboxpodcast at gmail.com. And if you need help with uh, your uh, creative side, you know where to reach me at queenwolf.com. LLC. My website is Queen Wolf. That's two F's uh, like Frank dot com. You know, but um, if you follow me on Instagram, you can hit the link in my bio. It will take you everywhere that I am. All right, y'all be well.